What's going on? Thank you so much for tuning into Watchmen Rising. I prophesy that God is going to raise a watchman in this hour. John Wesley said, God, give me a hundred preachers who would desire nothing but God, hate nothing but sin. And I don't care if they're laymen or pastors. They alone shall shake the gates of hell and set up the kingdom of heaven upon the earth. I pray that Jesus' prayer shall be fulfilled in our generation. He said, pray to the Lord of the harvest, that the Lord of the harvest will send forth uh, laborers into the harvest field. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them all that I've commanded you to do. And behold, I'm with you to the end of the age. And I pray that the Great Commission will not become the Great Compromise. Bill Bright, in his book, The Coming Revival, he said only 2% of the body of Christ actually evangelize. And this is a great travesty. This is treason against God. This is a crime against God. When God said, go and make disciples of all nations freely you have received now freely give this is a free gift that god has given to us but we are withholding this gift and this is the greatest sin to hold back what has been given to us that would give entrance to people that the gospel is the way out of sin and it's the way in into heaven. It's the way out of hell and enter into the kingdom of heaven. But we are not using the keys. We are withholding the keys. There is nothing more of a greater travesty, more of a greater sin to be given the keys of the kingdom and not allowing people entrance into the kingdom of God. We are like the rich man, we have been given all things. We've been given the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are people filled with sores and the wounds of this life. And they're sat right there, right there at our doorstep. And they want to just eat the crumbs that fall off our table. And we've been feasting sumptuously with the grace that has been given to us. Yet we see the people outside and we will not deliver the free gift that God has given to us and freely giving them to people that really need this gospel. This is the greatest travesty. This is the greatest compromise. And we cannot allow the Great Commission to turn into the Great Compromise. But we have compromised. That 98% of the church has compromised. 98% of the body of Christ is not functioning in the way that God has designed and called us to be. And we are still waiting upon a call when God called us 2,000 years ago. That it's not so much about being called, but it was. it is more of a matter of saying yes to the mission of God. Getting off of our butts and going outside, looking at the, at the Lazaruses outside at our doorstep. And begin to give them freely of the gift that we have received freely. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ that flows from the cross. And if we have received this grace, then how can we just keep back the keys of the kingdom? 
but we've been given the keys of the kingdom. Some of us were waiting for God to open up and, and open up the prison cells of people. When God has given us the keys, this somebody hear me right now. I feel like somebody missed it. God does not have the keys of the kingdom to set people free. God has given us the keys of the kingdom. He has given the keys of the kingdom to the body of Christ, to the church. And so if the church doesn't use the kingdom of God, he, the church doesn't use the keys of the kingdom of God. We are like that rich man, rich in God's love, rich in his mercy, rich in wealth, rich in resources, rich with heaven. Yet we see the people outside who are perishing, who are dying without food, who are dying, and most importantly, without the gospel. And we are withholding the very keys of the kingdom that can set them free. Now is the time to rise up as the church and to fulfill the mission that God has given to us. This is a very subtle sin, but it is the gravest sin where God has given us the greatest gift. Yet we withhold it because we have chosen comfort over Christ. We have chosen a comfortable, casual, compromised Christianity. And so many of us are clueless to the fact that 98% of the church are living in compromise. And as a result, we will be judged for our misdeeds. We will be judged for our absence in the mission. 98% of the body of Christ shall be judged as we come before the Bema seat of God, before the judgment seat of God. And we will have nothing, nothing, nothing to show forth to our King of kings and Lord of lords, Jesus Christ, when He asks us, what did you do with the grace that I gave you? Jesus will come before us one day with, with nail-pierced hands, and He will ask us, what did, this is what I did for you. What did you do for me? Did you fulfill my great commission? If Jesus asks you, did you fulfill my great commission, what will you say to Him? What will you say to Him? And I pray that we will be ones who will come before the judgment seat of Christ and say, God, you gave me the great commission. You called me to make disciples of all nations. You called me to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to preach repentance and the remission of sins. You called me to teach them all that you have taught me and I have done so. I pray that this is your response to Jesus on the, on the day of judgment. And I'm preaching at myself right now. Oh God, that you raise a watchman that will, that will have the soul-saving message of the gospel on their lips. We will have the high praises of God on our lips that we cannot do business as usual when we have Lazaruses right at our doorstep who are crying out, who are in distress. Oh, but... From the parable that you've given us, the story that you've given us, Jesus, the story of the rich man and Lazarus, we can see that even though we might not have much in this life, if we have Christ Jesus, we will pass over from death to life. And those who've been eating sumptuously, feasting with the foods that they had, that maybe they may have been the first in this life, but in the life to come, they shall be last. And I pray that, God, we will not be like the rich man. And, God, the rich man 
will have to live in eternity in the torment of hell for all of eternity because they did not have a relationship with you. Oh God, I pray we will not be the casual compromised Christians in this life. Oh God, you will shake us out of our compromise. Shake us out of our complacency. Shake us out of our comfortable Christianity. Shake us out of our casual approach to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus, you said, I shall give you the keys of the kingdom and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Hallelujah. God, you have given us the kingdom of God to preach the gospel of the kingdom so that we can give people a way out. Oh God, we are criminals before you. Oh God, we are enemies of God. If we do not have Jesus Christ living on the inside, full of the Holy Ghost and fire, then God, we are dead in our trespasses. Oh God, we have a tainted record. But praise be to God, Jesus Christ, who went to the cross and met all of the legal demands to pay for the crimes that we could not pay by shedding His blood on the cross. And His blood gives us a completely clean record. He takes our tainted, crime-filled record and He gives us a brand new life. He washes us clean in His blood and we are acquitted of our crimes. Hallelujah, Jesus, that You are the only one who could change an enemy of God into a friend of God. God, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. And you take our past and you drop it in the bottomless ocean. And you will remember our sins no more. Hallelujah. Lord, while we were sinners, you died for us. And you took all of our crimes upon yourself so that we could be acquitted of all of our crimes. Only you can turn a criminal into a revivalist. Only you can turn a, a, a rebel into a revolutionary. Only you can turn mess-ups into messages. You can turn sinners into saints. And this is my story today, oh God. And I pray you raise a watchman in this hour who would fear nothing but sin, hate nothing but darkness, will desire no one and nothing but God. And they alone shall shake the gates of hell and set up the kingdom of heaven upon the earth. Oh God, raise up your church. Raise up the bride of Christ. Watchmen in this hour who would watch, pray, and warn. Oh God, when I read the story of the rich man and Lazarus, we can see the rich man seeing Lazarus right next to Abraham. And he asks Abraham, Oh, oh Abraham, Father, would you just allow Lazarus to dip his finger in some water and moisten my tongue? And this teaches us that hell is a hot place. It's a place of a lake of fire and it's eternal torment and and the rich man is in flames there isn't a single drop of water to be found in hell because it is it is blistering hot with the flames of hell 
And Abraham says, there is a chasm that is fixed between you and us. There is no way that you can come over to us. No way that we can get over to you. I'm sorry, but you'll have to stay in hell for all of eternity. And the rich man prays. The rich man wishes from the bottom of his heart. The rich man is in agonizing pain. And he tells Abraham, oh, Abraham, Please send Lazarus to my five brothers so that my five brothers can be warned of this place of eternal torment so that they shall not come into this place. And Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them read them. Let them read them this. And then the rich man says, oh, Abraham, if if someone from over here can go to them and warn them, then they can be saved from these flames of torment. And Abraham said, they have Moses. They have Moses and the prophets. Let them read this. But the thing is, they don't even believe in this then. How can they even believe on someone who rose from the dead? Oh, what is Jesus trying to say here? He's saying there is somebody. There is somebody that came from, 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 from beyond the grave. There is somebody that came from the kingdom of God. There is somebody who came from heaven and came to earth and he lived and he died on the cross and he rose again from the dead and his name is Jesus Christ. I don't know if you heard me right now. There is somebody that came from beyond the grave. There is somebody who came from the kingdom of heaven. There is somebody who came from heaven. And his name is Jesus Christ, son of the living God, king of kings and Lord of lords, God of all gods, God supreme, Lord over everything, God of the cosmos, Jesus Christ. He came down from heaven. He was born of the virgin woman in fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy in, in Isaiah 7.14. And he lived a righteous life. He demonstrated the kingdom of God by setting people free from their afflictions and casting out demons, raising people from the dead. And he went to the cross just like it was prophesied. Just like he promised. He died on the cross. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead. Tell me, which human leader in, in history has ever been able to rise from the dead? Buddha's in the grave. Muhammad's in the grave. Confucius is in the grave. But Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. There is no one like Jesus. There's no one like him. I don't know if y'all heard me right now. I don't know if y'all really heard me right now. What I'm saying right now is that there is a man who claimed to be God, who claimed to have come down from heaven, who claimed to be God, and he healed the sick, raised people from the dead, and he broke the power of death by rising from the grave. So God has given us a witness. God has given us a witness of heaven so that you can believe on Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life. That there is a way out of your crimes. There is a way out of your sin. There is a way out from hell. There is a way out from condemnation. And Jesus is the way in. He's the way in into heaven. He's the way in into the kingdom of God. He's the way in into salvation. He's the way in into forgiveness. He's the way in into the fullness of the Holy Ghost and fire. 
So my question to you today, are you willing to follow Jesus Christ, lay down your life, deny yourself, bear your own cross and follow Jesus? Because this is the way out of hell. This is the way in into the kingdom of God. And the way out of hell and into the kingdom of God is to get baptized today. It's to bury your old life. To bury your old life full of sin that is pulling you down into hell. And be full of the Holy Ghost who will escort you into the kingdom of God. Be transferred out from the kingdom of darkness and brought into the kingdom of God's Son in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. So if that's you and you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to become a watchman in your generation, you want to become a disciple of Jesus Christ, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, then teach them all that God has taught us. Then pray this prayer with me. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I declare, Jesus, you are the way out of hell. You are the way out of sin. And you are the way in into heaven. You're the way in into righteousness. And I receive your forgiveness today of my compromise. Uh, I receive your forgiveness today of my complacency. I receive your forgiveness of casual Christianity. I I receive your forgiveness of all of my sins. I receive the blood that was shed on the cross. I receive your freedom. Thank you for setting me free. I renounce the devil and his works over my life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I receive your Holy Spirit to live inside of me. I bury my old life. And I rise up to new life in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive your spirit and fire. Fill me up with your Holy Spirit and fire today. Fill me up. Fill me up. Baptize me in the Holy Spirit and fire and use me as a witness in my generation. Use me to warn my friends and family, the communities and my nation and help me. Use me to transform lives. I shall use the keys of the kingdom to unlock the prison cells of those who are bound by Satan. I give my life to you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. I will live holy and I will be, I will, I will give the entirety of my life to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God has called you to be a watchman in this hour. We can't engage in cute Christianity anymore. God is shaking us out of our compromise. God is shaking us out of our complacency. God is shaking us out from cute Christianity into courageous Christianity. Woo! Do I have a witness in somebody? Can I get a witness? Is somebody hearing my message today? I pray you would rise up as a watchman in your generation. If this message has taught you, if this message has touched you, follow me on Instagram, J Lee Arrow. J A L E E A R R O W. J Lee Arrow. <clears throat> and I believe that God has connected us for a reason. I'm asking God for a hundred watchmen in this hour. I'm asking for a hundred watchmen who would fear nothing but sin, desire no one and nothing but God, and they alone shall shake the gates of hell and set up the kingdom of heaven upon the earth. Oh, thank you for standing in intercession with me. Shoot me a message. DM me on Instagram. Shoot me a message on this platform, and I would love to connect with you. 
God bless you. Y'all have an amazing day today. Y'all have an amazing day today. Blessings. Peace.